You're listening to Redemption City Church. For more information, check us out at redemptioncitychurch.com. City Church. Great to be with you as always and uh, so delighted to be able to open up the Word of God this morning and see what the Lord is saying to us as a, as a community. Um, 1 Chronicles 12 verse 32, I quote this text often. I have quoted it often over the last number of years, but it just seems like there's so much, uh, such an aptness to it and such a nowness to it right now. And so 1 Chronicles 12 verse 32 says this, and talking about the fighting men that came to David, um, and it says men from Issachar, men who understood the times and knew what Israel should do. What a need we have for that in our day. With all of this situation that we've got on going on in the United States, men and women who understood the times, who understand the times and know what we should be doing about them. Father, we love you and we bless you. As we come to your word this morning, Lord, would you lead us and guide us? Would you stir us with faith for what you are doing in this season, Lord? Would you lift our eyes to see what it is? Would you open our ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying in these days, Father? Help us to be a faith community, but not just a faith community, a prophetic community, a community that can look forward to a great future with you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. We live in such interesting, crazy unprecedented, unique times. Uh, but this I can guarantee you, friends, God is still present, God is still working, and God is in every single season. Any season we may find ourselves in, God is there. God is always working out His purposes and His plans, never sitting by idly or passively. And I'm sure for all of us at times, we felt in this season of COVID-19 and the shutdown and the lockdown and Whatever it is, I know for myself, and I'm sure for many of you, at times we felt reduced or, or, or minimized or restricted by, by, all, the, by all of the restrictions that, uh, that this virus has put on us. We, we went from our world being out there to living at home, eating at home, working from home, working out at home. And so we went from all of these things out there to our whole world being in our homes. And so they, it did at times feel like there's some kind of restrictive nature to this season and I'm convinced in some way shape or form all of us have been affected by this students I felt so bad for the students that graduated at the end of the last school year uh, not being able to have their graduation not being able to celebrate what they've worked 12 years to celebrate not being able to graduate proms cancelled all of these things I feel for students going back in the fall, unsure of what it looks like. Are we having school? Is it in class? Is it online? We don't even know. Moms that overnight had to become homeschooling experts. Dads that may have become unemployed or underemployed. Churches that are not meeting or meeting with some kind of restriction. And so in some ways, I want to say this, friends, in some ways, each and every single one of us has been affected by this current season. And yet I'm convinced of this, friends, that in all of this, God has continued to work out His purposes and His plans for us as individuals and for us as a church. Romans 8 verse 28 says this, We know that in all things, we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love Him and who have been called according to His purpose. I want to say this, 
crazy season, wild season, unprecedented, all of this. In this season, Sandy and I have grown closer to our neighbors than ever before. We live in a little cul-de-sac and it just seems like there's so much more movement and so many moms and dads out with their kids in the cul-de-sac and we just had so many opportunities and even opportunities to share our faith with them. And uh, some have seemed more open to what we're sharing than ever before. God is working in this season. God is present in every season and any season we would ever find ourselves in. And so I want to just give you two quick things this morning. How do we make the most of every season? How do we make the most of every season we find ourselves in? And the first point is simply this. Embrace the season. Embrace the season. We can end up fighting it. And some seem intent on doing that. We can end up fighting it or we can just say, this is where we are. What is God doing? And let's go with it. Um, Sandals tells me over this time that I've turned into a bit of a lawn nerd. Um, I've been working on my grass and trying to do a little bit better. And uh, it's such a great metaphor for, for understanding the season. Because even in understanding the season that we're in, summer, there's all these other unique things that come along. Wind and rain and and sun and, and super hot days that fries my grass. And so even you could say, okay, there's this big thing and then there's all these subtleties that go along with it. And, and I, I think it's a great metaphor for, for where we are. You know, there's this big thing of COVID and then there's all these subtleties as we, as we go along. And I want to read from you, Jeremiah. I'll read for you, Jeremiah, verse 1, chapter 1 from verse 4. And it says this, The word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I'm too young. But the Lord said, do not say I'm too young. You must go to everyone I send you and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and I will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand, touched my mouth and said, I put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, destroy, overthrow, build and to plant. The word of the Lord came to me and said, What do you see, Jeremiah? I see the branch of an almond tree, I replied. And the Lord said, You have seen correctly, for I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. Now, there's just two things I want to pick up there in that scripture. It's a well-worn text, but I want there's two things I want to pick up with quickly as we talk about embracing the season. Uh, I love the beforeness of that text where, where God says to Jeremiah, before I formed you, before you were born. And my buddy Ian McKellar describes that as the already previous God. And, and I love that because before COVID, God already had plans for what was after COVID. We were caught by surprise by COVID. God was not. There's a beforeness. There's a, there's a, there's the, God is not caught by surprise as some of us are. God is not caught by surprise. He's always ahead of us, always in front of us, always beckoning us on. Um, and then the second thing that I just want to say about that is, is this little thing that, uh, what do you see, Jeremiah? I see the branch of an almond tree. You've seen correctly, Jeremiah, because I'm watching over my word. I want to tell you, friends, the word of God over Redemption City Church, the word of God over you and as an individual has not changed during COVID-19. Has not changed. And God is watching over his word in the life of the church, in this faith community that we call Redemption City Church, he's watching over his word. He's watching over his word in my life, your life, the life of the church. And we trust the life of our nation right now. God is watching over it to see it 
fulfilled. Isaiah 55 says it like this, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth. Brilliant. Little grass analogy there. As I read this, I'm thinking about my lawn. The rain comes down. And even though you don't see it sitting on the grass, it's gone in. And the roots are taking up that nourishment. And then a couple of days later, you see it come out in the lawn. That's exactly what it's saying. It's, and as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth. It's impossible for it to rain without watering the earth. To make it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. Here we go. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish on the face of the earth what I desire. God is for us. He's ahead of us. He's not been caught by surprise. And he's watching over his word, ensuring that it will accomplish in your life and my life, the life of our church, what he sent it to the earth to accomplish. God watching over his word. God is watching over his people. God is working out his purposes at this time, friends. Even in COVID-19, even in lockdown and shutdown and masks and all the rest of it, God is working. God is not sitting idly by. God was not caught by surprise. And, and now he's trying to figure out, okay, where do I go from here with my purposes and my plans? Not in the least. He's not passively sitting by waiting for this season to end so he can get back to his thing. Not at all. God is doing his thing in our day. It's up to us to recognize it. It's up to us to embrace it and go with it. And that brings, us, brings me to the second point of what I wanted to bring with, to you this morning. And that's simply this. We need to partner with what God is doing in this season. I read a little quote a couple of days ago. It's old Tibetan saying that says this. Chaos should be regarded as extremely good news. Now let me tell you, that takes some faith. Because even as I read that, I'm like, look, I've had some chaos. We've had some chaos as a church. Noah's going bankrupt. Uh, all, the, all, the, all the panic and frustration and everything of us trying to get to Legacy. Uh, for two weeks at Legacy. It's like, oh, you know. And then you read the scripture and it says, chaos should be regarded as extremely good news. Well, when Noah's went bankrupt and we were out of a, out of a place to meet... It was chaos, and I didn't really take it as extremely good news. I'm just putting it out there. But there's something of the divine nature and the presence of God that we need to understand. And even in chaos, the divine nature, the presence of God is always moving, always healing, always saving, always delivering. Always, friends. Always. We have to be ready to partner with Him. Let me tell you, man, the idea, Sandals and I have been married for nearly 30 years and been in ministry for nearly most of that time. I want to tell you the idea that we as Christians will lead conventional, convenient, constant, predictable lives is not born out in Scripture and it certainly is not born out in my experience. And there's something of us embracing that. There's something of us embracing this thing that things are changing from day to day and sometimes from minute to minute. There's something of us embracing that and saying, God, how can we partner with you rather than we backpedaling? God is not backpedaling. God is always before us. God is always calling us. God is always moving. And, and uh, I wish I could tell you some of the things that are bubbling under the surface for us. Redemption City Church, I think you're going to be surprised in a good way. Um, 
if we can if we can get a grip on this thing that God is working and God is moving and there's going to be some things that are that are going to pop for us so quickly in the next few weeks and uh, man we're going to have to be ready to partner with God is it unique yes is it crazy yes is it chaotic a little bit but honestly friends it sometimes feels like how, how God is and particularly in this season you know I, I, in some ways I've, I've loved the season conversations with my elders I'm just saying look the, the, what, the, the, the what we do the, the who we are well, those things are not going to change, but how we do it, the packaging, all of those things, man, what a great opportunity to for us to explore some new ways to get the gospel out, to explore some new ways to, to dive deeper into the Word of God, to explore some new ways for, for, for more of the Holy Spirit in our meetings and in our times together. What an incredible season, what an incredible opportunity if we can read it like that. The Bible says this about God. It says he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is unchanging and immutable in his character and his nature. Those things will never change. God is always going to be loving and merciful and just. He's always going to be reaching out. He's always going to be looking for the prodigal. Always, always, always. And yet sometimes his method, sometimes his way, sometimes the ways the, the, the kind of the ways that he does things to reach certain people are completely unpredictable. Completely unpredictable. God in his nature and his character, unchanging, forever, the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. That's the full embrace of eternity, friends. And yet, when we read the scripture, we see this thing of this unpredictable um, God, this creative God, this prophetic God. That, that uh, is actually working things for, out for us. And, and to go and read scripture, you realize nation, the, the nation of Israel had a perceived way, they had a prescribed way of how their king would come. They had a prescribed way. And he did not come in the prescribed way. He did not come in the predictable way. He did not come as a king. He came as a baby in a manger. And they couldn't get it. And because they couldn't get it, they missed it. Let me tell you, friends, that can't be our story. That cannot be our story. I hear so many people say things like this. We can't wait to get back to normal. And there's some part of me that says, listen, the normal we're trying to get back to doesn't exist anymore. Doesn't exist anymore. We, we are never going to get back to normal. You can't go back to something that doesn't exist anymore. The, the, the world that we were in pre-COVID-19 doesn't exist anymore. Some of those things are going to be forever changed. Uh, you can't go back to something that doesn't exist anymore. But I want to tell you, friend, churches, businesses, and individuals that are looking back and trying to go back are always going to struggle and always going to wrestle. We've said this in the context of Psalm 73, you lead us by our right hand. In that context, if we can truly say that, Lord, you lead us by our right hand, if we can say that, if we can say that, then we can say our best days are ahead of us. And I want to say that to you, friends, today, in the midst of COVID-19, in the midst of all of this chaos and unpredictability, I want to say this. If you can put your hand in the hand of God, your best days and our best days as a faith community are ahead of us. They're not behind us. God is not leading us back to something. God is leading us onto something and into something that might look completely different. And we can't be so stuck in what was prescribed in the way, the, the way we did things, all of those things that we miss what God is trying to lead us into. Our best days are ahead of us, friends, not behind us. Our best days are ahead of us, not behind us. Your best days 
are ahead of you, not behind you. To be honest, as believers, as followers of Christ, our life should never have been normal in the first place. You know, it's like, well, I just want my normal life back. Well, actually, if you're a, if you're a spiritful follower of, of Christ, your life should never have been normal in the first place. And we, and we see that when we think of some of our, our heroes of the faith, you know, Jonah, who learned that you, he learned obedience, and he learned that you cannot run from the presence of God. And he learned those lessons in the belly of a whale. That's where he learned those lessons. I would dare to say that in his day, he would have said, look, Lord, this is a little bit unique. This is a little bit unprecedented. This is a little bit crazy. This is a little bit chaotic. I would have dared to say that Jonah would probably have some of the conversations that we have in our dining room tables and whatever. And yet we look at the result of that thing. He learned obedience and he learned that there's no single spot, no pinprick of time, space or eternity that you can run from the presence of God. We look at Noah who was required to build an ark as protection against the coming flood, when there is an argument that up until that point, not a single drop of rain had ever fallen on the face of the earth. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine him trying to explain that to his neighbors? You know, what are you doing, Noah? Well, I'm building an ark. Why would you be doing that? Well, because there's a flood coming. How is that going to happen? Well, it's going to rain. What's that? I mean, it's like, you know what I mean? Unprecedented, unique, unqualified, never happened before. We've never done it this way before. And yet that is the saving purposes of God on the earth at that time. What about Joseph, who learned about credibility and integrity, learned the values of credibility and integrity while being unjustly imprisoned? And while he's in this prison, unjustly, unjustly in prison, while he's in this prison and his friends and his family seem to have forgotten about him, the Bible says time and time again, the Lord was with Joseph. And in this time, friends, for you and I, as much as this thing just like seems like it's swirling around us, is there an end in sight? Is there a vaccine? Is there this? I want to tell you, friend, the word of the Lord to you this morning is the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. The Lord is in the storm. The Lord is in this COVID shutdown. The Lord has not left. He has not been caught by surprise. This thing is just something that, uh, that we are working through, not something that he has to work through. We work it through. We need to continue praying in His hand. You look at the unpredictability of how Jesus worked with people. He is so, so unusual. His interaction with people was always different. It was always changing. The way He healed people was different. The way that He dealt with different situations, always different. And, and then you have the Pharisees, the scribes. Those people that are so stuck in the letter of the law, saying, why is he doing this? He's going to be the guest of sinners. Why is he doing that? He should be over here with us. And I want to tell you, Jesus is often not doing what we think he should be doing. Jesus is often over there reaching who he sees he needs to reach and doing exactly what he knows the Father sent him to the face of the earth to achieve. Jesus' interaction with men and women, some of whom by law or tradition, he was supposed to have nothing to do with. He was supposed to have nothing to do with. And yet he hung out with them and he ate with them and he loved them and he told them stories and most of them, most of them became followers of Christ. You think of those heroes of the faith and their journeys. That's why I'm just taking some time with that. I want us to think about the heroes of the faith and some of their journeys. I want us to think about Jonah and Noah and Joseph. And I want us to just kind of think about that that was part of their journey. I want us to start to just think about that for ourselves. 
This season that we find ourselves in, friend, is, friends, is part of our journey. It's part of our journey. And just like those heroes of the faith, just like those men and women, just like that, there's going to be lessons for us in this journey. But it's a journey, and it's a journey that's going forward. It's not going back to something. Lord has got us on a journey. And I want to tell you, friends, like Joseph, the Lord is with you in your journey. The Lord is with you in your journey. He's not taking us back. He's taking us onward. He's taking us inward. He's taking us to whatever is next, whatever is beyond the season. God is already there, the already previous God. The already previous God. That text in, in uh, Jeremiah, where he says, Before, before, before all this, I appointed you. Before this, I knew you. Before this, I created you. I'm telling you, man, God is already in our before. I don't know if that made great English, but I hope you get the point. God is in our before. Whatever is out there, God is there before us. Maybe that's a better way to say it. Exciting seasons, friends. Exciting seasons. I want to tell you something. As a, as a, as a leadership, as a church, we're not going back. And we're not sitting idly by. We, we're working on the base and getting ready to do some, some men's meetings, some ladies' meetings here. Guys have started worship practice in here. We've had some meetings here. We, we, we're painting and redoing and restructuring. And we can't, we can't wait to see some of you here. We, we haven't held back. The reason for us, the reason for us orientating ourselves around the base and getting the base was so that we can keep going. We can keep moving forward with what we need to be doing even in this time. And uh, I want to land for you. I'm going to read... The rest of that text of Isaiah, as uh, Isaiah, I think, I'll say it like that. I'm going to read the rest of that text in Isaiah 55, verse 8. And it says, goes like this, it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields yield seed for the sower and bread uh, lost my place, uh, and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Now that's where we stopped. Here we go, friends. This is for you, Redemption City Church. This is for you, moms that have become homeschooling experts. This is for you students that are unsure about what's going on. This is for you husbands and, and men if you are unemployed or underemployed. This last part is for you. You will go out with joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills will burst into song before you and all the trees of the field will clap their hands what that's a, just an expression of worship there all the trees of the fields will clap their hands instead of a thorn bush instead of this ugly nasty thing that's going to prick you and 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 grab hold of you and, and hurt you and injure you instead of the thorn bush will grow the juniper and instead of briars and myrtle they will grow this will be for the lord's renown here we go for the lord's renown God is going to come out of COVID-19 looking good. God is going to come out of COVID-19 looking good. It's for His renown, for an everlasting sign that will endure forever. 
Chaotic times, friends, wild times, crazy times. But I want to tell you, God is working in these times. God is working in these times. We embrace the time and we ask God, we incline our ear to heaven. How do we partner with you in this time, Lord? And I tell you, friends, if we can do that, without longing for, we can do that. We can embrace the season. Ask God how we partner with Him. And we can keep facing forward, understanding that God is already in our future. He's in our future and He's waiting for us and He's calling us and He's beckoning us and He's speaking to us about where to go and how to get there and what it will look like when we get there. If we can do those things, friends, our best days are ahead of us. Our best days as a faith community are ahead of us. Your best days are ahead of you. In Jesus' name. Father, we love you and we bless you. We're so incredibly delighted, Lord. As, as we keep saying, wild times, unprecedented, crazy. We, we run out of words to describe what, what, what we are in and what we are living through at this time, Lord. But you have not been caught by surprise. You are not sitting idly by. You are working and healing and saving and delivering in this time, Lord. Help us, Father, as individuals and as a church, to embrace what you're doing, to partner with what you're doing in this time, Father. And truly, I declare over you, Redemption City Church, as a church, and anybody that calls Redemption City Church their home, I declare over you, your best days are ahead of you. In Jesus' name. We give you honor and glory, Lord. Thank you so much for being with us. As I said, um, stick around. Some, uh, some incredible things. Chaos, drama, all of these things, man. But some incredible, incredible things happening behind the scenes at uh, Redemption City Church. We cannot wait to share them with you. I feel like I keep saying that week by week. And just know we are getting closer and closer to having some, some cool news for you all. And uh, we love you guys. Incredibly grateful for your faithfulness, how you've stuck this out, how you've been faithful with uh, giving and finances and, and calling and looking after each other. Uh, I, have, I have never been more delighted by a church than I have been by Redemption City Church over these last couple of months. Well done, church. We love you guys. We bless you. And I uh, look forward to seeing you somewhere, sometime, soon.